Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. If you uh, can handle a few more minutes this morning, Brother Boyd asked me yesterday to, to you know, take a few minutes this afternoon. I asked the musicians and the singers to just stay because I won't be long. But, but I've, I, I can't, there's nothing I can, else I can add to what pastor has preached this morning. But he, but I, I think God yesterday in prayer, he, he gave me something that I, you know, I wanted to share. And she's like, it's going to take me just a few minutes, but it, but I believe it's, you know, I believe it's a word from God and I, I believe it's a challenge. As me and brother, I've, me and Jerry, brother Jerry has talked many times. This is one of the easiest places to preach or speak behind this pulpit. And also sometimes it's some of the hardest for us. It's me and him that talked about it because me and him grew up here. So everybody here, we've, we've been here all of our lives. We've been here 42 years. I mean, that don't sound very long some, to some people. But some people, as Brother Boy said, like the young people think that's for eternity. But we've been here all of our life, and we've people just sitting here you're speaking to have seen you in the good times. They've seen you in the bad times. And so sometimes it's hard to share what you got on your heart, what God gives you to share. So today, if y'all will, pray with me today because God gave me something today. And I, as I say a lot of times when I speak to a lot of people, I'm not just preaching to you. I'm preaching to myself too. Because every, there, most of the time when God gives me something, it's to me. And I hope somebody else can get something out of it too. But, but God has shared some, guys, something, I laid something on my heart yesterday afternoon in prayer, and I want to share it with you today. If you will turn with me to Jonah chapter 1, verse 2, I'm going to read a couple of scriptures, and then we'll skip down to Mark chapter 1 and verse 16. I'm going to read two, two sets of scriptures, and then I'm going to go back and start. Jonah chapter 1, verse 2 says, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for that wickedness is come before me. But Jonah arose up and fled, flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go, go with them unto Tarshish, from the presence of the Lord. If you'll turn over to Mark chapter 1, verse 16, the Bible says, Now as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. Today, Let's go to prayer. Lord, touch us today, Lord Jesus. Touch me, Lord Jesus. Let me anoint me, Lord Jesus, that I can share this word, Lord, just like you laid it on my heart today. Lord Jesus, touch me and anoint me, Lord Jesus. Anoint this congregation, Lord Jesus, that they can hear the words, Lord Jesus, will come from me, Lord Jesus, just like you instilled them in my heart. Lord Jesus, touch me today, Lord Jesus. Touch us today, Lord Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Today I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes about it's going to cost. Jonah, here he is, he's called, he was called. 
God called him to go do a work for him. As through in my ministries, I've been I felt, I felt the calling of God on my life, and even like like Jonah, sometimes I ran from that. There was times in my life that I may not have literally ran to another country or ran somewhere else, but I ran from what God wanted me to do. It may have been because I was a little bit scared, or a little bit felt I was unworthy to do what He called me to do. But I, through all that, it cost me time it cost me experience but God has called people yesterday in prayer I felt this to, to say, say this statement to this congregation from the youngest that can understand what I'm saying and to the oldest saint sitting here today I feel God is calling you to a higher level with him you may be from you may be your first day ever been in this church or you may have been here the whole 75 years but God is calling this whole church, not just one or two. God's calling this church to a higher level. He's calling each one of us sitting in this building to a level. Then it's going to cost some things if we don't do what he says. Jonah, he paid the fare to run from God. As you run from God, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you some money. It's going to cost you in life. It's going to cost you in your experience. It's going to cost you in a lot of areas of your life, every day that you're running from God, that's one day that you're costing you. It always costs us when we run from God. It's not always going to cost you to run from God. It's going to cost us, as we see, to follow God. The scripture talks about in Mark, as I read, we go back to that scripture, Jerk, if you could put it back up. The part, last part of that scripture says they cast their nets into the sea and they, became, they were fishermen. The second part of that scripture, the next scripture, verse 17, 18, says they forsook their nets. They gave up some things. They didn't only just give up, lay down their fishing life. They also laid down everything they knew. They laid down their past. As they laid down everything that they knew to follow Jesus. Through that, we have to forsook everything. We have to lay everything down. To forsook, forsook is to quit or leave entirely, abandon or desert. And that's what we have to do in our life. We have to abandon everything in our life to follow Jesus. There are some things that we're going to hold on to. We want to hold on to from our past. But some of the things that we hold on to keeps us from being what we want to be with God. In our life, there's, there's some things that's precious. Some things that we should be precious in our life. One of the things that should be precious in our life is this word of God. We should bind ourselves to this word of God. There's our, as parents, our kids, they're precious. They're valuable. I was going to share another story, but one come to my mind today about carrying valuable things in our life. A few years ago, I was transporting some tr- equipment and everybody, you know, knows I'm, I work with a logging business, so I transfer equipment. But I was actually one Saturday morning, I was moving a piece of a, a D6 Caterpillar bulldozer. I moved it to build a road, and in a hurry, in a time of need, a time of need, or kind of just whatever it may be, I, I bound it down on the trailer, but not probably like I should. 
hauling it down the highway. I lost a D6 Caterpillar bulldozer off of a low boy. Anybody ever ride down the road and see a D6 bulldozer rolling down the highway? That's something pretty valuable. But I learned something in that lesson. That when you're carrying valuable things, you need to bind them down. You need to strap them down. You need to put, put more than just one strap on them. You need to put, bind that to that. And our children, our, this word of God, this is more important than any bulldozer. This is more important than anything in our life. We need to bind to it. We need to strap it to our life. We need to carry it everywhere we go. We need to, we need to be secure in everything we do. Our children is depending on it. If, if we're whatever we face every day, that's the most precious gift as a parent or an uncle or aunt. It doesn't matter. We, we have the influence of us as a church body. Our biggest influence is and our best, precious cargo God has instilled in us is our children. And we've got to carry on. We, if we don't want to do it for ourselves, we need to do it for our kids. We need to strive for everything that we do. We need to bind this word to our hearts. We need to strive for this. <clears throat> the next scripture I want to read is Judges chapter 16. The story of Samson. Chapter 16 and verse 20 says, And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as other times before and shake myself. And this is the next part of the scripture is the most scary scripture. I feel this in the whole Bible. The Bible says, And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistines took him, put out his eyes, and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with feathers of brass. And did, he did grind in the prison house. Samson was a man of God. Samson did a lot of things for God. He was, he was, he was used by God. But Samson kept leaning to the world. Samson kept, had a, his, he was working for God. He was doing God's work. But here Samson kept leaning out, looking out. Wasn't totally committed to God. He, yes, he was being used. God was still minister, using through him. So he was probably fooling himself. Said, well, I'm okay. God's still using me. I can lean over here and it's not going to hurt me. But the thing is, Samson kept leaning to the, to, to the world until he lost his sight. They poked it, put it out his eyes. But one thing I want to bring to you, Samson had already lost his sight a long time before they ever put his eyes out. Samson, the world had blinded Samson. Samson was blinded to where he was at in life. And it's so easy. Sometimes I believe we're we caught up, and that's what God laid on my heart yesterday. In prayer, in my office, in my house, he said, God, he said, we're blinded to where we're at with God. The world has blinded us. We can come sit on a pew. We can come be used in God, used with God. But God has blinded us from where we're, I mean, the world has blinded us from where we are with God. And Samson, he, he, he was used of God. He was been, lost his sight. But there are things that we're, we hold precious in life and something that depends on us to be true. But when we're blinded and we've lost our sight, when we find ourselves, keep finding ourselves, here, Samson, this wasn't the first time Samson laid down in the enemy's lap and went to sleep. 
And that's how we are so many times. We keep waking ourselves up asleep in the enemy's lap. We find, keep finding ourselves asleep right in the lap of the enemy. Until the, if we're not careful, we'll wind up like Samson, not even knowing that God's presence has departed from us. I come to this church today as, as close as the musicians gets ready. I come to this church today with this statement. We need to wake up. We need to wake up as a church. We may be sitting on this pew. You may be on these pews for the whole 75 years. But all you have to do, as Brother Boyd said this morning, all he has to do is get you to go to sleep one day before he comes. One day before he comes for you. All he has to do is get you to go to sleep and wind up in the enemy's lap. So today I give you this statement as we stand. Wake up, church. Wake up. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.